and welcome to New Mexico Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and I am talking to you on a lime bike. Lime bike. It's a thing. It's amazing. I got to tell you about it. But first, let me say hello. Um, if you're new to my channel, basically, New Mexico Castaways is my family's audio journal, really my audio journal. Um, and I like to call it Rosalinda's Ramblings. Basically, I just kind of share my experience, my adventure along the way, as my family is now a full-time traveling family. And before this, we were living full-time on a 45-foot sailing catamaran called the Don Treader. Oh, I'm watching a plane land, WestJet. Uh, and if you've ever landed in San Diego, you know it lands just right over the city. The planes just come right over the city and then land on this runway that I would imagine could be harrowing for the pilots. But uh, it's overlooking San Diego Bay. Right here in this spot, I can see sailboats um, in a marina and a bunch of them on a mooring ball. And in the distance is a... Um, is a military tanker, two of them actually, um, and I'm about to, I just passed like the main airport area, and now I'm about to pass the U.S. Coast Guard station, which is over here on my right. The I got to describe just how San Diego looks. Uh, the trees are green, everything's flowering, the temperature is beautiful. It's the beginning of June, first day of June, and everywhere else that I've been, because I've been basically across country this, this whole um, week, wow, I have to pause because I'm looking at a guy um, on the military base, uh, kneeling, actually as a female, uh, being, uh, looks like she's getting either instruction or something on folding a flag uh, with proper uh, decorum and it was very just impressive to look at. So uh, this whole uh, recording intro is a perfect example of New Mexico Castaways. <laughs> I basically just share whatever I see. I try to get dive deep occasionally into some of the process of what it's like to travel with three kids now ages 13, 11, and 7, and generally a German Shepherd who is now two and my husband Nathan. But anyway, it had been, uh, oh, what I was going to say is the temperature, everything compared to here is hot, hot, hot. Uh, I just flew here from Austin, where it was like 100 degrees, and Florida was right up there too, where we were before that. And um, yeah, it's just uh, very hot around the country. Um, but San Diego is cool at night and in the morning. And even now in the hottest part of the day, um, it's, it's got a nice cool breeze coming off the water and it's beautiful. Uh, so I wanted to check in because I'm doing this thing. I, I came here for a women's weekend, which I'm about to start the process of heading to in the next few hours. Um, but, and it's not typical women's weekend. It's like a growth centered kind of intensive workshop weekend. Um, so I don't really know what to expect on that. But before I do that, I wanted to explore San Diego a little bit. And it has been so long since I have been in San Diego, at least for any amount of time. Thank you. 
and uh, sorry, I'm driving, riding bike while we talk. So every now and then I have to make sure I don't run anyone over. Um, anyway, San Diego has been a city that I've just adored since back when Nathan and I probably were dating 20 years ago. Um, his parents used to have an apartment here in San Diego. Um, and we used to come here on weekends or for a, a week or two in the summer and loved it. That was a guy coming on a bike very fast, very loud, but that's good because I would hate to veer into his path and kill us both. And anyway, so San Diego just really was their home away from home because he's from Tucson where it's super hot in the summer, obviously. And so his folks would always come to San Diego. And just being here has brought back so much of the joy of this city and those memories. Um, losing his parents was just one of the hardest things we've ever had to endure and still haunts us daily uh, over the loss of two of the most important people in our lives. And, and frankly, when you lose a loved one, especially the way both of them passed on, when battling a disease, um, it's really, really hard to um, get over the fact that they are gone, number one, but also um, you can't wipe your mind of the ending of their, um, you can't get over the, the loss and the, the last part of their life tends to be very sad because they're sick, cancer or um, whatever other diseases. And so that's what's in your memory um, when you think about them and it just breaks your heart over and over and over again. Um, but I knew them for many, many years before that, uh, before they're sad, before the loss. And I have so many happy memories and I just, being here makes me realize that a lot of those happy memories are here in San Diego where um, we used to just come and go to great restaurants and, you know, ride bikes around. Sorry. Um, sorry, I just came up on my left, but didn't give me any warning. Uh, anyway, it's so funny to see all these. Good morning. Uh, I guess it's afternoon. Uh, to see all these boats um, in the harbor and think, wow, that seems like so long ago, but it was only two weeks that we were on a boat like that, not in San Diego, but in Florida. Um, anyway, so it's just so nice to be in a place where I remember them vibrant and alive and happy and, and healthy and exploring the way that they, I think, would definitely want to be remembered. Um, so yeah, just that feeling of being here and sharing that thought instead of, um, the feeling of sadness and, and loss that sometimes haunts us. Uh, it also happens to be the rock and roller, uh, rock and roll marathon and half marathon this weekend. So there's a lot of fit people running around town and it's always a fun thing to watch. Um, so let me tell you about Lime Bike. <laughs> you can hear all the noise of the traffic and whatnot, but I've already gone 1.6 miles since we started talking. Uh, Lime Bike is such a cool idea. And there's other ones besides Lime Bike, so it's not just that brand. But um, basically, 
everywhere I go in San Diego, you'll see like on the side of a, a walkway or in the bike racks, you'll see bikes. They're in this case, lime colored, green and yellow. And they have a little um, lock on the back tire that locks with um, through an app. So you basically download an app and you find a, a bike you scan a QR code, which it basically takes you to the, I mean, in the app, you scan it and then it unlocks the bike and then you take the bike and you ride it wherever you want. Uh, the first couple rides were free for me because the first one is free. Plus they gave me a dollar off coupon and the first ride only cost a dollar. So I ended up paying nothing for the first, actually three times I used it. So then I just rode all the way from downtown San Diego to the airport, and now I'm on my way back. But that all that riding only cost a dollar, <laughs> which was awesome. And so I get to explore San Diego and see the sights and enjoy uh, this lovely city before I head to my weekend. And I'm getting some exercise to boot. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know if the audio is going to work on this because of the wind noise, especially here on the uh, on the bay. But I'm going by the area where the um, Southern Pacific Berkeley, the Maritime Museum of San Diego, there's a submarine, uh, several, like what looks like a pirate ship, several old vessels, and then a big, big ship with... Um, massive sails and old old one it's the star of india um and those are are boats that you can tour so it's a very touristy area so i probably should pause so i can wind my way through the tourists and i will pick back up in a minute stand by all right i'm back and uh had to take the requisite photo of the big ship and uh, now I'm continuing and it's interesting I'm riding on the street now which I don't love doing with um with no helmet um they don't that's the downside of this whole this whole uh movement is I don't see helmets anywhere I see people with helmets occasionally but mostly not and I don't love that so um Next time I come here either with my family or just by myself, which Nathan and I are talking about coming here when our kids are in summer camp at the end of uh, July, um, I think I will definitely make a point to bring our helmets with us because it's not just the line bikes, but they also have, uh, I'm getting back on the sidewalk, hopefully no one, it seems like most people ride on the sidewalks, which I would rather, um, with all the heavy traffic. And there's two sidewalks. There's more of a pedestrian one, uh, by the pier and by, by the area of the boats. And I'm on the outside by the street. So that's what I'm going to hopefully not cause too much trouble for anyone. But yeah, the helmets, I think that the, it's not just the line bikes. I see I'm passing one right now called OFO, O-F-O, which are yellow. And Discover Bikes, I'm passing as well. Discover Bike, uh, gray. And then there's also scooters. They're like powered uh, uh, scooters, electric scooters. 
that have um, it's uh, the company is called uh, Bird B I R D, and you basically do the same thing. You hop on a scooter and power around town, and they go really fast. So I definitely would want there goes two right now, two guys on the scooters in the street going very fast with obviously um, with no helmets or anything like that. So yeah, I'm not in love with that idea, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to make sure to bring helmets next time we come. I'll have to make a mental note of that. Wow. Something smells really good. I think I might have to go find myself something to eat. Um, but yeah, I love San Diego. I'm happy to be in a place where it is, um, where it brings me back to happy memories, feeling good, and it's not too hot, and it's just a, ooh, a great place. So I am going to pause again so I can figure out where I'm going, and then I will continue after that. Well, I am back. Um, I'm. It should be somewhat quieter now because I'm in the car, um, and I I have my rental car, and I'm just going to be driving. So hopefully that'll make it easier for you. Hang on, somebody is coming to my car. Hi. No, it's fine. Yes. Okay. It's not updating. It may just be a bad uh, spot. Sorry. Okay. Uh, is it on Google Maps? Oh, because we get a navigator from our rental. Oh, you did. I see that mine doesn't have that. This is my phone. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. They may know. The people. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mine doesn't work. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So that was someone. Um, clearly from another country, who is um, who is trying to figure out about the sync function of the GPS that the car rental company gave her, and I don't use that. I'm using Google Maps, so hopefully she figured it out. I was no help whatsoever, um, but I'm on the road now. Uh, okay, so let's back up. I rode my bike all around town and loved it. I super love the idea of that Lime bike. Had a great time riding around town. I definitely have to come back to San Diego with Nathan and with my family. But for now, I'm in the car heading toward the mountains. Well, actually, I'm just leaving the airport. I have a rental car. And uh, I ended up taking... So the way my trip went so far is I went to, I flew from Austin to San Diego, took the 992 bus from the airport over to downtown San Diego, and then I walked quite a ways, and not too bad, but I walked down Fifth Avenue to my hotel, and it felt great to, oh, I have to go straight, so... Is this guy lets me in. Thank you. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'm doing what Nathan does when I'm talking to him on the phone, and he <laughs> he gives me a play-by-play of his driving challenges. That's what I'm doing to you guys. Anyway, so took the 992 and loved the 
availability of public transportation to get around town. And so I got to my hotel, and that's when later that day I discovered the uh, Lime bike and fell absolutely in love with this uh, idea of, of bike sharing. Uh, Oh, look at that. I dropped the, I have the phone on a little tripod. <laughs> I'm sorry, this recording is a hot mess. Um, I have the phone on a little tripod and um, when I, because it doesn't fit on my dash, which I hate. It's just a poorly designed um, dash, which should allow you to put your phone there so you can look at GPS. Um, and when I turned the corner, it fell into my lap. And so, yeah, I hope I'm still recording. Uh, anyway, so I used the Lime bike several times. I started from the Seaport Village to my hotel, the Hilton Gas Lamp, and went uh, maybe an, a mile, a mile and a half or so, and that was free. Then today, I got another bike, and I went from uh, my hotel down to... Uh, all the way down to, uh, I, I want to say it's Embarcadero or something like that. But anyway, down toward the airport and uh, really and sat and wrote a little bit. Oh, I also went to Office Depot because I've been thinking about the fact that I couldn't, I'm not allowed to bring tech to this retreat or this intensive workshop that we're doing. But I really want to write because it's when I'm actually alone, that's that's the time that I want to write. And if I haven't mentioned it before, I am just starting work on a book, which people have been bugging me for a very, very, very long time to actually write a book. And I have written screenplays, but uh, have never really put anything out into the world because I have an issue with actually releasing anything into the world. So the fact that you are hearing this in its all its terrible, disjointed form is a miracle. Um, or maybe someone later, years from now, when I'm dead, are going to go back and listen to these recordings and say, wow, she never did anything with them. And that's possible, too. But let's hope, I'll be optimistic, that I actually finally released something and you're listening to this, uh, this recording. Uh, but anyway, so I'm starting to write, and I didn't want to bring my brand new computer because to get to this, um, when we go to this, this camp or intensive weekend, there's no tech for, for, for two days. And you're supposed to leave anything that you can't bring in, in the car. Well, I don't know what the circumstances are, and I don't feel comfortable leaving my brand new uh, laptop computer there. But now here I am with this time on my hands, and I could get some writing done. So it was driving me nuts. And I thought, well, what, one of the things I could do is get a little wireless keyboard. So I went down to Office Depot and I got myself a wireless keyboard, which I love. I didn't get to do much writing, but I will on the back end of this trip. And I synced it through Bluetooth with my phone. And by the way, I just merged onto i5 uh, South and just just north of downtown. So I'm just merging onto I-5 South and holy traffic. <laughs> if this was my experience with San Diego, I would not have loved San Diego. Luckily, I did not uh, have to do this most of the trip. I got to go from my little hotel to down to the um, 
to the port area and bike around and get some exercise and feel good. Because if I was sitting in traffic, I don't think I would enjoy the city very much at all. And right as I speak to you, a Southwest plane is going right over my head. So that was cool. Uh, so I've got about a 47 minute drive, which is interesting. I apparently am in the wrong lane, which is also interesting. And I'll just give you that play by play as we go. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, anyway, so I got my keyboard. I'm going to do some writing after this workshop, which is kind of funny because my mom, um, when I described to her what it is, which it's very vague. There's a lot that I don't know about what the weekend is going to entail. Um, when I described it to her, she's like, it sounds like a cult. It sounds like they're, they, you know, no tech. They cut you off from all communication. Um, even my brother-in-law who is staffing this weekend, I'm not supposed to really talk to him or hug him or I don't, I don't even know. Um, so when I was telling my mom all this and it's, it's, for personal growth. That's the idea is I'm, I'm going there seeking um, growth and, and learning more about myself, hopefully, and hopefully not be totally tortured and hate it. But, but my mom's like, um, are you sure that they're not going to ask you to join a cult? <laughs> so that's been the joke all weekend. I've been like, okay, I'm, I'm just a few hours from checking into my cult and um, and I won't have any tech. So I didn't want to bring my computer. So I did. Uh, but I do want to do some writing when I'm done with the, the cult weekend. And so this keyboard is perfect because it synchronizes with my phone or it pairs up with my phone and I'm able to type. And I have this little tiny tripod, the one I'm using right now, which it's so cute because it came from a stickbot studio. Now, if you have kids, you may know what this is. If you don't, you have no idea what a stickbot is. Um, it, they're these little tiny plastic characters that you use and you pose in different positions and create stop motion animation with. And they're super cute. And as we, we had them, we've had them for a few years now and have made some cute little videos with the kids. But they, the company has um, grown. And so now they have like a little green screen kit that you can buy with a tripod. And I found that that tripod is the best tripod uh, for all of my selfie, not selfies, what do you call it? Timed photos and anything that I want to do. Like right now, I've got it propped up on the dash and assuming I'm not going to slam on the brakes, it seems to be perfect spot for my, uh, to be able to see the the uh, navigation and be hands-free. So that's cool. And I also, so the whole reason of me telling you this is I use that tripod, set that on the, uh, my phone on the tripod on the table. And with my little keyboard, I've got like perfect little typing setup. So now I have no excuse not to work wherever we travel, even if I don't have my laptop available. So all of this to say that I think that when I'm done with this intensive, I will hopefully do some serious writing. I won't be staying in the gas lamp downtown district, uh, I don't think. It's a little bit further away, uh, farther away, but uh, that's okay because I think I'm going to want some time uh, just to, to process whatever is going on this weekend and not necessarily be all social in downtown uh, San Diego. 
and then we'll come back. Nathan and I will definitely be coming back. We have to because it's I just love it here. All right, I'm still kind of not moving in traffic. I'm going to pause to just make sure everything's recording, and then I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. I checked my GPS. I know where I'm going. I also had a conversation with the person who I am actually picking up, uh, which is a woman that is participating in this workshop as well that I don't know, but my brother-in-law, um, a friend of his, who he brought from Arizona with him, and uh, because Ari is staffing, he needed to go do whatever the work part of it is, and so she needed a ride from the hotel. So I'm picking her up. I'm on my way. I don't know who she is, but uh, that should be interesting. And uh, I'm just kind of wrapping up my alone time before I go into this weekend or whatever you call it. workshop. So what can I tell you? I guess that's about, it's a long enough episode. Not too much meat here except to say that we, I have uh, rekindled my love for, for San Diego. By meat, I mean there's no substance to this episode, just me kind of rambling and talking about traffic and riding on a bike. But it's been really, a, it's a great town. I definitely will come back. And that's kind of what's on my mind anyway, just where are we going now? My family is still in Austin, and they're doing their various sports and various activities. Ahava is training intensely now at a gym there called Acrotech that has welcomed her, and she's been doing a really good job training there and making good progress on her gymnastics. Ziva has been participating in Project Serve Volleyball, and that's been going really well. She was really nervous. It's been interesting watching as the kids get older, the moments that they, um, they get shy or embarrassed, because one of the plus sides, I think, of living on a boat and being a traveling family is that you get to learn how to adjust to new situations, and you accept that change happens. And I just think that's a very positive thing. You don't, um, you're not totally devastated when something changes in your life. But there's also the moment, just like any other kid, where they feel shy or self-conscious or hesitant. And Ziva experienced that when she came back to Austin. She very much loved her volleyball team, but then we said goodbye and said we were leaving. And uh, she, she just wasn't sure she wanted to go back. But she did go back. And today, uh, yesterday, last night when I wasn't there, she was her first day back. And it went really well, so well that one of the girls that she, one of the ones that she really enjoys, her mom said, hey, we, there's a tournament this weekend. Would Ziva like to team up with Sydney and be her partner? So while I'm gone, Ziva's going to be playing in a volleyball tournament, which she, uh, whether she wins or not, she loves doing. It's super fun. Beach volleyball is such a great sport. And in my fantasies, my two girls would be playing on a team together. But of course, that's not a Hava sport. So I never, I never push that. But that's, you know, that's in an ideal world, that would be awesome because then. They could play together. They, every every tournament we went go to would be watching both of them. But 
That is not the case right now. Ziva is playing volleyball. Ahava is doing gymnastics. And Samuel is still searching for his sport, which, of course, is a little bit more challenging because we are on the go all the time. And I don't know. I don't know what's coming next, um, whether I'm going to leave this women's weekend with a better sense of clarity and um, focus. I don't know. I hope so. Because I have so many questions and there's so much uh, that I just really haven't been able to figure out what I really want for this next chapter in our lives. It, it was interesting seeing the boats today. I have to say, it, I wasn't feeling all um, devastated or heartbroken as I thought I might when I looked at, at boats in the harbor after having moved off the Dawn Treader. I miss it, but I, I'm okay. Um, I, I'm kind of embracing this full-time traveling thing, and I've enjoyed exploring, and especially coming to a city that I really enjoyed has been really fun. So I wouldn't have been doing that if I was on the boat. Uh, the other thing is we have some interesting, a potentially interesting development. The gentleman, uh, the couple who bought the boat from us, Doug and Susan, they have asked us, or offered for us to come sail up the coast with them in a few weeks because they don't know the boat yet. Right now they're getting work done on it at the place that we, that it was, that we had it. And so they, you know, there's a lot of systems on the boat that they're unfamiliar with and they're going to have to learn about. And so kind of jokingly, when we were selling the boat during that time, Nathan said, well, you know, you should have, you should have me come and, and sail up with you to help you learn all the systems. And, and he said, yeah, that's a great idea. So then we thought, okay, it's going to be just Nathan and, and the couple. And then they, they said, no, we'd love your whole family to come, which is super exciting. The timing may not work out, but I love the thought that we might get one more sail on the Dawn Treader. And uh, with such a sweet couple would be even better. So We'll see if anything develops from that. For now, I'm going to just kind of, I think I'm going to say goodbye, wrap this up, and focus on maybe listening to some podcasts myself before I get to this workshop. I hope you guys have a growth-filled week, and wherever you are, whether it's joining a cult or doing a weekend, <laughs> you are enjoying yourself, and you're in a city that you love with people that you love even if those people are just you by yourself. All right, take care, and I'll talk to you soon. I'm Rosalinda Roman.